We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page or YouTube. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I just got done typing out a tweet that said YouTube. Sorry, it's Friday, and you can tell it's Friday. I am definitely feeling that it's Friday. So joined today by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06, Will Priester. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, brothers. It's a Friday NBA slate. Upon us closing out the week with a slightly larger slate, I think we've had most of the week, 10 games um, as we commence down the stretch here. We're going to start seeing some teams try to jock for some playoff positions. Some teams are just going to give up, and uh, we are here to help you decipher and put a few more dollars in your pockets on a big-time Friday right before the weekend. Heck yeah, man. It's definitely that time of the year where, you know, teams are running out some different rotations, getting guys that don't typically get a lot of minutes, um, some minutes and some teams that are just full on tanking like the Spurs. So um, full on tanking. I'm convinced they're just full on tanking at this point. So we do have a nice little 10 game slate. What's up, YouTube? Um, Hope everyone is having a fantastic Thursday night over there on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast form, I hope you're having a fantastic Friday morning. Let's jump into this slate. A lot to talk about, a lot to break down. Jumping right in. We got the Pacers and the Celtics, 232 and a half total. The Celtics are a 12 point favorite in this one. Gallinari's out. Pritchard's doubtful. Duarte, Halliburton, both questionable for the Pacers. Uh, talk to me here about Indiana. Yeah, man. Indiana, once again, always one of the best matchups on the board. And, uh, you know, but down the stretch here, we've seen them have a ton of lineup changes. You know, guys in, guys out. Halliburton in, Halliburton out. Um, you know, Miles Turner looks to be you know, back playing, you know, most games now, probably around 30 minutes. They've got, uh, I think in the previous game, they got Benedict back. 
And so he was back in the lineup. Jordan Aguara's playing minutes. Um, they had uh, Isaiah Jackson playing some minutes the last game. See, this team, all these guys are playing now. Everybody's playing minutes. <laughs> I, I want to attack Indiana. I want to play some pieces. But I almost feel like I need a couple of these guys to just sit. Like, Benedict may be okay. The problem is they're playing Boston. And while Boston's kind of been faltering down the stretch, they shouldn't have trouble with Indiana. I think I'm in on some of these Indiana cheap pieces, but I'm not trying to load up like I have in the past unless Halliburton is out and maybe another guy. It's kind of how I feel when looking at the Pacers in this spot. If Halliburton and um, Duarte are both out, I still don't think this game stays close, but I think like Andrew Numhard, if Halliburton's out, he's shown plenty of upside in the absence of um, Halliburton just in this season in general. Buddy Heald is someone that he can get hot and shoot well. I think I like Numhard the most. Um, I think a guy like McConnell is okay. His minutes are kind of still limited. So I, I just worry about like the minutes for him, but the production's been fantastic point per point per dollar type of thing. So I think looking at Indiana is just more of looking at some of these value plays and taking some shots. If Halliburton plays, I want nothing to do with the Pacers on this slate. No. On the Boston side of things, um, it feels weird, but I have a ton of interest in Al Horford. We have seen big guys smash the Indiana Pacers all season. Um it's going to come down to minutes, really, I think, with Al Horford. So I think he's in play. And I also want to mention Robert Williams. He came back and played 21 minutes the other night. If he got like a four- or five-minute bump at 4,600, he could crush in this spot. So I would definitely make a group of zero to one of those two guys, and I'm going to have exposure to both centers in this spot. Yeah, man, I – I'm with you on this Robert Williams call for sure. Like at 4,600, you talked about it. Coming back, playing 21 minutes, um, especially when he needs to get ramped up for the playoffs. I mean, Stevie, we're we're about a month out, yep. a little over a month. And then, I mean, and we're 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 in the playoffs. So I I like that call. 46 minutes. I mean, 4,600 does seem like he could absolutely play 25 minutes in this game at home. If that's the case, I think he puts up a big number. I'm with you. Uh, Marcus Smart at 5,500, I think is okay. Like, even though, um, you know, they've got other guys like 5,500, I like that price. Excuse me, folks, we've got Brown, we've got Tatum. Are, are they worth it today, Stevie? If we feel, I mean, look, Tatum could go off in a blowout, but in my opinion, if they blow this team out. Like, let's say they're up by 20, 25 points in the fourth. I feel like Tatum's more in the 40-point fantasy range than the 50-point fantasy range. Yeah. I think I'm willing to fade Tatum today, even though they haven't been playing great, in hopes that if Indiana sits one or two guys, they just blow them out and take care of business. It's kind of how I feel. I just, I mean, I like the value on the both the the centers. Um, if I'm looking at Tatum or Brown, I, I like the discount on Brown. I think Tatum has a higher ceiling, but point per dollar, I think Brown has the same type of upside. Um, so I, I just, I don't mind taking some shots here on Boston. It's just, you worry about the game staying close enough for these guys to really hit their ceiling type of games. 
All right, so we got San Antonio at Washington, 234.5 total. The Washington Wizards, a seven-point favorite in this game. Um, all right, San Antonio, Bassey's out, Birch is out. Langford is out, Sohan is out. Vassal yep. is questionable. McDermott, McDermott, Keldon Johnson, Trey Jones, and Devontae Graham are all probable. Zach Collins questionable. Washington Wizards, Bradley Beal is out. Kyle Kuzma is out, um, is how we're looking at Washington. So start with San Antonio. We have probable tags on Keldon, Jones, Graham, McDermott. Talk to me here about San Antonio. Uh, I think Devin Vassell sits here. Uh, he's been bad. He's been playing well. I don't think he plays. I, I'm just, for me, all intents and purposes, he's out today. Um, and if that's the case, Stevie, at least we know what they're doing now. Um, so my assumption is the next game, um, uh, Sohan will play and Kelden will sit and, you know, Drones will be out and Graham will play. Like, that's kind of how, how – that's my assumption there. I don't really want to play too many Spurs, like, together. But I will yeah. play them separately. So I'll play Jones separately from Graham. I'll play Graham separately from from Branham. I'll play, you know, Keldon separately from, you know, KDB. And I, I really don't feel like I have to play KDB. But my 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 point is, and maybe I don't even play Keldon at seventy nine hundred. Like I might just not play him at all. But my point is, any Spurs that I decide to play down the stretch, they're valuable because there's minutes available and not a lot of bodies. But I don't feel like I want to play any of them together unless they were all very cheap. So two would be my max. My personal max is probably one. Put all the Spurs in one group, name them the Spurs, and just say, hey, one out of this group, no matter what. That's how I'm playing the Spurs for the rest of the season. Unless literally everybody sits and and everybody's cheap. Yeah, I think with a lot of these players coming back and expected to play, the value is kind of gone uh, just in general, but Washington's going to be without some of their main pieces as well. So on the San Antonio side for me, I really want to know like if, if Collins sits, I still think you could take shots on Sandro at 4,800. Um, and then I trade Jones is cheap at 5,700. He's capable of like 35 plus points. Um, so kind of where I'd be leaning on the San Antonio side on the Washington side. I mean, Porzingis is nine K. He has a, a dream Ooh, matchup. If this game goodness. stays remotely close, he smashes so hard. Um, Denny is 59. Morris is 49. Um, Casper is 48. Like we're looking at Washington here going, all right, we have to have some interest in this team with no, with no Beal and um, no Kuzma. Yeah, absolutely. Morris, right. We saw Goodwin get some minutes here recently. He picked up 20 minutes. He could have played 20, 20 to 25 minutes here, Stevie. Like, he's sneaky. I'm not saying he's like slam dunk, got to get him in. I'm saying he's fringe. I think if you're running multiple lineups, you get him in some. Definitely, I think you get Kispert just because of his minutes floor. Um, he's going to be playing 30-plus minutes against the Spurs without those guys on the floor, like Kuzman Beal. But absolutely, if you're taking two guys, it's Denny and it's uh, it's Porzingis. And my God, Porzingis might go off for 60 here. I mean, just 
He could. And so he, he's a top player on the slate. Big time play. Love him and Denny. Yeah, they're phenomenal plays in this matchup. So ton of interest for me when it comes to Washington side of this game. Detroit at Toronto, 226.5 total. The Raptors, a 12.5 point favorite. Bogdanovich is out. Burks, Cunningham, Diallo, McGruder, and Stewart all out for the Pistons. Livers is probable. On the Toronto side, Barnes and Precious are both questionable. Porter remains out. Trent Jr. is also questionable. I missed that the first time I read it through. Going Detroit first here. Um, I mean, not the not the greatest matchup in the world, but at least Detroit's starting to play these guys like a decent amount of minutes. But like my concern is like now we got to throw like Jalen Duran back into the mix because he's probable in this game. So now they're all kind of competing for for minutes. McGruder's out. Bogdanovich is out. Like, who do we expect to really kind of benefit here um, for Detroit? There's so many guys, man. Like, I, but here's somebody that's been consistent, Stevie. And not only have they been consistent, their minutes have been consistent. Killian Hayes has been playing about 35 minutes a game with upside for a little more if it's tight. He's been producing. So I don't hate him. In my opinion, he's he's had more consistency than Jaden Ivey uh, in terms of fantasy production. So uh, I like him a ton. Uh, you've got Bagley at 7,100 now because of his big outing. And, I mean, he played 41 minutes. He probably plays 30 minutes again, but now you got Wiseman, him, Duran. You know, all of these guys are going to play some. I think if I had to choose one guy, it's uh, it's Killian Hayes. And, and that's who I feel most comfortable with, with this team. Um, they do have a lot of guys out, so I know Bagley's probably in play, and I know, you know, Wiseman may be in play or Duran may be in play. But I feel best about Killian Hayes. It's not saying much, <laughs> but <laughs> the trust levels are never there right now with Detroit. I mean, tournament wise, I don't mind Hayes. Um, Bagley shows like he Bagley has such a massive ceiling when they give him run. They're gonna need his size in this game. So I could see Bagley having a, a solid minutes game. It just, I mean, does he produce in a tougher matchup is a good question mark. Um, yeah, I mean, Toronto side of this game, Siakam is now 9,300. Um, we waited and waited. We got his price right where we wanted it. We took advantage of it. But how do we not have interest in Siakam at even 9,300 against Detroit? I think we have to. Um, and we've seen his production start to have an uptick, right? He went through this low, Stevie, where the price was down, the price was down. And, and I think we talked about it saying, hey, it's down. Like, now it's time to start taking some shots. And what we've seen quickly, Stevie, 57, 49, 44, 57 fantasy points. And just like that, he's right back over 9K. And today he gets a matchup with the Detroit Pistons. So I uh, love Siakam here. Someone else I like in this matchup, Stevie, which might end up being sneaky because he's priced up some, Jakob Poto. 
at 7,200, this is a fantastic spot for him. You know, this is absolutely a situation where he could put up a 40 plus point fantasy game. And I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt us one bit. So I, I like him a ton. Um, and I think I like him more than some of these other secondary pieces like OG and Barnes. I like him a ton. Um, Van Vliet's, you know, he's in a, in a world of his own. His minister stable has been consistently putting up 40 plus fantasy point games. I like him as well. Um, he's probably been the most stable throughout the stretch of the season in terms of production. So I'm always in on some Fred Van Vliet. But but I think my sneaky play here, and it might not end up being sneaky tomorrow, but at least as of right now, Jakob Podol is my tournament play from this team. Yeah, you know how much I, I like playing Podol. Um, I definitely don't mind him in this matchup. Really, like, we'll have to kind of see how, like, the precious Trent and um, missing one. There's one more. Um, Barnes. It, like, if all these guys sit because they're playing Detroit, that's where I might even get into some interest in like OG at 6,400. And then maybe even like as much as I hate to say it, take some tournament shots on a guy like Will Barton. Um, so, I mean, just kind of waiting to see what happens with that injury news. I don't want to play Will Barton, but I also think that he's pretty cheap um, with a team that is going to be missing some pieces here. So Houston at Memphis. This game is currently sitting at 233.5. The Memphis Grizzlies, a 13-point favorites. Um, Kaminsky's questionable. Tate's out for Houston. Steven Adams, Brandon Clark um, out for Memphis. We'll go Houston first. What are your thoughts here on the Rockets? The Rockets are another team, Stevie, that have a lot of bodies. Guys have been playing. Kevin Porter Jr., and Jalen Green seem to be back playing minutes now, uh, big minutes to be exact. And we've seen some pretty nice performances uh, for both of these guys. Jalen Green, Stevie, uh, has a stretch here over 40 fantasy points in three of the last four games. And out of those three, he's been over 30, 30 real points, 32 against Memphis, 40 against uh, the, the Pelicans. But uh, these two guys have just been playing massive minutes. Jalen Green a little bit more consistently than – uh, KPJ because he came back. But the minutes, Stevie, 38, 40, 39, 41, 37. I mean, they are letting him play as many minutes as he can handle. So this is this is very interesting for a team that's been very bad. Um, but it's kind of, you know, they know they aren't going anywhere now. They probably lost enough games. And now they're just letting these young guys run, 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 run. And they get a matchup on the road with Memphis. And this game is is probably going to be fairly competitive uh, for Memphis down the stretch here. You know, they can play spoiler to some of these playoff teams. So uh, I really, really, really like Jalen Green here at 7,300. He's been putting up monster numbers. He's going to be a top target of mine. If anybody else is going to sit, like, you know, we know Tate's not playing. and But if anybody else sits before tomorrow, somebody random, then I think that'll open up a few other uh, guys from, from Houston. You know, we saw KJ Martin with a big night uh, against Golden State. I don't think we see that uh, – not Golden State, excuse me, uh, against Memphis. And, you know, perhaps we see that, you know, again in, in, a, in another spot here. But 31.6 rebounds, shot 12 for 18, definitely a lot more shot attempts than he's used to. But at 5,500, I don't mind taking another shot. 
All right. Um, Memphis side of things, we saw John Morant come back the other night against Houston. Um, played 24 minutes um, conditioning. We knew that was kind of likely going to be the thing. Didn't start either. Didn't start. Yeah. Didn't start. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, if they keep easing him back. I don't know, but if if we get any kind of indication that he's going to play normal minutes, he's eighty nine hundred going up against Houston. Um, so pay attention to that news. That is definitely going to be some important news. Um, in tournaments, I like Desmond Bain a lot. I, I know I talked about the spot the other day. He went for thirty seven. It's not like he busted. It, he just didn't have that like ceiling type of game. But he is someone that I think you could go back to the well on. I think Tyus Jones, even at 6K, is probably too much for him. Um, Triple J at 8,200 is okay. Um, he smashed the other night against this team. They just they didn't have anything for, for Triple J. Talk to me about Memphis, Will. Yeah, I think we want to see if we can get some sort of an update on Ja. My assumption is he's pushed up four to five more minutes. That would be that would be my assumption. Now I'm making an assumption based on the trends that we've seen over time. So I think he gets bumped up, like I said, around 28 minutes, 30. I think would be his max. And uh, if so, that's going to keep eating into Tyus Jones. Once again, though, we've seen Triple J just really, really take off here over the stretch. So I, I don't mind him as well. 8,200 is expensive. He could absolutely put up 35 fantasy points, Steve. I'm not oblivious to that. But against Houston, I'm, I'm just going to make up in my mind that this is a spot where he could show flash the upside again and uh, and, and hop on the train. So I like him a ton. Don't don't hate Desmond Bain either. If Desmond Bain scores 25 real points, Steve, he's at 42 fantasy points. He scored 20 points. He could easily score 25 real points against this team and still have the same other peripheral. So – uh, I'm, I'm with you on Bain here. And John Moran at 8900 it's an interesting price, Stevie. Uh, I I feel like we could still take a shot, but you'd be doing it in hopes that he could get to 30 minutes and really smash. I think that's the idea you're thinking that he's just going to go off in a limited amount of time. Um, but at, once again, at 8900 I don't mind taking shots in large field tournaments on him. Yeah, I don't. I, Bain is obviously someone, like I said, talked about him the other day. I have a ton of interest in him again. Uh, I think it's like a 0.1.2% decrease in usage, but his fantasy points almost identical with Morant on the floor. Fantastic matchup for him here as well. We got Charlotte at Dallas. Um, no line out for this game, but I, you would have to kind of think that Dallas is going to be pretty big favorite charlotte's on the second end of a back-to-back luca came back um hardaway and Kyrie are both questionable we'll go charlotte first um terry rogier left the game on thursday night with discomfort in his foot so we'll have to kind of see um and from what i what i was reading Ubre had like a strained yeah. shoulder or yeah. something in that game and then mark mark williams i don't know if he'll be back um and then dsj like he wasn't feeling good or something so a lot of question marks a lot of question marks here for charlotte first of all you worry about this game staying close but you're going to have a pretty tight rotation when it comes to charlotte so 
you're the Hornets fan. What do you like here? Yeah, so the thing is, if we get Rozier and Dennis Smith Jr. out, I'm telling you right now, Uber is not playing. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, he's, he's, there's no way he's playing. I don't think Rozier um, plays either. Yeah, I, I don't think they play, and we're on the road too. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to play. Stevie, listen, listen. I know you know this, but I'm just going to talk through it with you. PJ Washington's going to have a field day. Like, it, it, I mean, he he's probably going to take. I would say 20 shots in this game. I mean, he's already taken about 15 anyway, 50 around that, around that range. I would assume, Stevie, he takes about 20 shots in this game with with no, I don't want to say no help. Like Teo Maladon is uh, you know, he's a young talent still. He'll probably play big minutes. Uh, you know. James Bonight may play. He'll have to play some minutes. Like these cheap guards are going to be be just fine. Uh, Gordon Hayward's out here at fifty seven hundred. Stevie, my God, uh, he's going to have. He's going to take probably almost twenty shots. So I think you've got this. These weird pieces of Charlotte. Kai Jones is going to be in play now. He'll play more minutes. So all of these cheap guys from Charlotte, Stevie, they're just, they're all going to be value plays. Even though Dallas should just smoke them and blow them out, there's going to be so much opportunity for these guys. PJ, uh, Hayward, and then the next line down. Uh, obviously, if if uh, if Williams is out, then Nick Richards at 5100, like no brainer. Just I mean, sign him up. He's going to have he should have a good night. But these other guys, Kai Jones, JT Thor is probably going to get a few more minutes. Like all the 3K guys. I would just put them all in a group and circle them in and out, in and out, in and out. I think Bryce McGowan's plays 30 minutes um, if these guys are out. And I think if I remember correctly, he's 3,100 or something. Um, so, so he's obviously very interesting. Yeah. I mean, wait till you get the news on this one, but a lot of, a lot of pieces, um, a lot of pieces here. A lot of pieces. Um, I would say for sure, Stevie, just so I'm clear with everyone, I would say for sure Ubre's not playing. Yeah, I don't think Rozier well, or Ubre play. Yeah. Rozier's um, probably not playing. Like Ubre, I, I I can guarantee you Ubre's not playing today or tomorrow. Today. And you you add in like DSJ too. Oh that's what I'm saying. Oh man. Theo Maladon, go play point guard for 35 minutes against uh, Luca, please. <laughs> That's my, what I mean, that might be what happens. So, all right, let's go Dallas. Um, Luca returned after missing two weeks and played 41 minutes, had 27 shot attempts. His usage was through the roof with no Kyrie. I don't think they rush Kyrie back if he's not fully ready for this game. It's matchup against Charlotte. Charlotte, not a good team. They're going to be missing some key pieces around the back-to-back. So I have a ton of interest in Luca. If Kyrie doesn't play, um, I have interest still in like Hardy and Josh Green. If we get news that Hardaway is not going to play either, so definite interest in Dallas. Depending on does Kyrie play, does Tim Hardaway Jr. play? Yeah, absolutely. Um, either way, though. So if Kyrie plays, I, let me say this: If Kyrie plays, 
I don't know how much I want to play Luca or Kyrie because I don't know if they'll be needed, Stevie, down the stretch. Like they neither yeah. one of them may be able to put up enough. Now, if Kyrie continues to sit, Luca could absolutely put up 60 plus fantasy points, and he better because he's 12K. Um so if 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 they all sit, if or if, if Irving sits, then I think Luca's in play. If Hardaway sits and Irving, Luca's definitely in play. And once again, that's going to open it up. You talked about Hardy. You know, he played 25 minutes. Uh, you know, you'll have Josh Green at 5K, who's probably going to play a few more minutes because he's filling in that wing role and is going to play some defense. So I, I like these guys a ton, uh, and I think I would just kind of stick with with that core group. You know, we know that bigs. We want to play some bigs against Charlotte. Um, maybe you play Maxi Kleber because he's playing more minutes. Like I think I took a flyer on him. Um, yeah. He hasn't been as productive as we would like, but Charlotte Q, Q, uh, cures all big woes. So Kleber could absolutely put up 30 fantasy points here, and I wouldn't be surprised. If you want to play someone, this is the time to do it. Take him against Charlotte. Good old Charlotte Hornets, man. <laughs> yeah, you read a report the other day that Michael Jordan's trying to sell the team. Yeah, sell, sell his majority. I guess I, mean, I guess TV's probably just – I guess he's tired of the, the ownership life. I mean, he owns a NASCAR team now, so he's still going to be yeah. owner somewhere. Well, and, and Stevie, just, just to give, give our listeners a, 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 a viewpoint of what I'm talking about, uh, I was on um, uh, Crunch Time, and I talked about the fact that Jonas Valanciunas was like the tournament center of the day, right? Listen, he was 8K on FanDuel. I didn't care. It's like, look, don't sweat that. He's a tournament player. 20 points, one steal, three assists, 19 rebounds, Stevie. 19. This is what you get when the Charlotte Hornets are on the docket. I'm telling you right now, I think Maxi Cleaver's big time in play. He's going to get 30 minutes. All right, Milwaukee at Utah. This game, 231.5, Bucks 8.5-point favorites. Um, injury reports for this one. Crowder, Drogic, Leonard out for the Bucks. Uh, Clarkson, Gay, Marketing, Sexton out for the Jazz. All right, we'll go Milwaukee first. I would definitely sure. worry about this game staying close. Um, it's going to be quick. Yeah, what are your thoughts here on the Bucks? I'm not playing anybody from Milwaukee. Yeah, kind of kind of leaning the same way. Um maybe Portis. Maybe. I mean, yeah, in large field tournaments, I get it. Maybe Portis. It. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless like Milwaukee starts ruling players out, I just and I don't see them getting fourth quarter run in this one. So yeah. Um the other side, the Utah side, I think this is a lot more interesting spot just because there's, I mean, no Clarkson, no Market, and no Sexton. THT, 7,200. Um, the price tag is not phenomenal for a tough matchup, but, I mean, he's going to play a lot. Chris Dunn is going to play a lot. I, it's just my only concern with Utah right now is just they're even in blowouts, they're not giving these guys a ton of run, so... Talk to me here about the Jazz. Yeah, I don't want to play them either. And it's, it's for what you talked about, Stevie, it's the minutes. Now, Chris Dunn is still cheap enough to where I think it could work. 
THT at 7,200, I just, I can't. Kelly Olenek, 6,600, I, I can't do it. Like, if it, it's the, the minutes don't justify the prices and the, and the blowout opportunity. Um, you know, Agbaji is close at 5,100 if he plays 30 minutes, but I'm not thrilled about him either. Like, this is, if, if the Bucks play all their guys, this is a blowout. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't see this game staying close. That's where I, I mean, I just I struggle with playing a lot of players from this game because I just don't see <laughs> The game staying close. Yeah. All right, four more games. We got Philadelphia at Golden State taking on the Warriors. No total out in this one. I looked multiple books, did not see a total. Wiggins out. Peyton and Nagodaga Dala out. Embiid and both Harden questionable. I think that's why we don't have a total out for this game yet. Um listen, let's let's talk scenarios here really quick. If Embiid and Harden both sit, I think we have to have interest in Maxi, Tobias, Melton, um, Paul Reed. <laughs> like, it, it, listen, if all these guys are out, I mean, if those two guys are out, it's huge. If if just Harden sits and Embiid plays, I have interest in Maxi at seven k. Um, the only way I'm, I mean, I guess I could play some Tobias if if we get news that Harden's not going to play, but I really want him to be out as well. Cause I, d- I really don't like playing him. Um, talk to me here. Will. what do you like for golden state? Well, <clears throat> I think in a game like this, one of the things I want to mention, Steven, I'm going to do this in a hurry. Golden state is at home. They should play much better. Now I know they won on the road the other night, but this season they haven't played well on the road at home though. They've been spectacular. So uh, because they're at home, Really like Steph Curry, 9,700. Uh, not not above 10K like some of the other studs that we're going to see. Um, I, I know we're talking about uh, uh, Philly here, but I, I want to mention that. Uh, Embiid, man, like, yeah, he's questionable. If he plays, Stevie, he should, he should dominate here if, if he plays. I mean, they, they won't have anybody to stop him. God bless Draymond Green, but he's not slowing down uh, Joel Embiid at all. Uh, I don't care how many tactics he uses. Yeah, he's not slowing him down. Um, so love Embiid here. 
Um, I even like Harden in this matchup. But once again, you know, these guys are questionable. If they sit, then, I mean, you know, you got Maxi and you've got uh, Tobias Harris, who's priced up, but he'll be worth it. So I, I think we just need to figure out, you know, when does the news come in during the day? It's a 10 o'clock game. Does the news come in in time for us to make adequate decisions? But if Embiid and Harden were to sit, it's going to really open it up for these alternative uh, uh, Sixers like Melton and, and Maxi, and so forth and so on. Now, concern level, Golden State is at home, like you mentioned. Are you concerned about this game staying close if Embiid and Harden both sit, you know, when we're starting to look at this um, Golden State side? So not exactly. I, I think they have enough, Stevie. That's that's kind of where I'm at. Like, Golden State's been better at home, obviously. But I think if they've got Maxi and Milton and and uh, uh, Melton, you know, Tobias, I, I think they'll have enough to compete. Um, and that, that's kind of where I am. I, I think they'll have enough to hold off the Warriors. <laughs> To uh, to hit their fa- get their fantasy production. All right, um, let's talk I mean, Warriors. Well, well, let me say this because you got to think Tobias. Tobias is going to go off with no Embiid. Like that's that's really what it is. Tobias and Maxi will be the new Embiid and Harden at a lower degree. You know what I'm saying? Like I think they'll have enough to keep up. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I hear you. I like Curry, 9,700. Um, I don't mind Clay in this game as well. I don't like Draymond in this one. Like you mentioned, especially if Embiid plays, I feel like this is a really tough defensive matchup for Draymond. Um, what are your thoughts on the Warriors? Yeah, once again, 9,700. Love Curry. Definitely at the top of my list. Clay Thompson back under 7K, Stevie. So this is a price when we can start taking some shots. Um you know, I'm not in on not in on Draymond at all, like you said, especially if it B plays. Um, but I do Jordan Poole is down to where you can start taking some shots as well at fifty six hundred. So it's really the guard play for me. I think it's the guard played for me as well, just kind of looking at everything here. And what I wrote down was Clay. And I think Clay is in a good spot if Harden plays or if he doesn't play, I don't think it matters too much. So definite interest in clay. Just need him to shoot better. I mean, do, do your job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got Phoenix at Sacramento. No total in this game as well. Aiden out Durant out herder questionable. So pretty straightforward injury reports. Um, I didn't know herder swayed enough where we wouldn't get a total the night before we'll go phoenix first booker 9600 chris paul uh, he's still the guy that i have interest in here because i know he's capable of like 50 plus in any matchup and he's 7500 okaji I, I want him to be a thing i really want him to work out better it's just not um biombo played 26 minutes the other night against the lakers i Think they'll somewhat need his size in this matchup against Sabonis. Um, talk to me here about Phoenix. So I'm going to start in an awkward spot, and I don't know if this materializes into anything, Stevie. It could. Like, I wish it would. TJ Warren played 20 minutes against the Lakers. 
hadn't really done much prior to then. I, I, I'm still, I stay, I think I'm going to wait and see on this one or, or just plug him in some large field tournament stuff. But if we start to see TJ Warren pick up some minutes because uh, they need some production from him and, and Aiton continues to sit and, you know, Okaji's not getting it done offensively, TJ Warren at 3,500 could be an interesting play. So just, I just want to put that out there. Um, but I'm with you, man. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, uh, these guys should play out of their mind. We saw, you know, campaigns not getting 20 plus minutes right now. Uh, Landry Shaman is like, I don't, I don't know. Landry Shaman's probably okay at 4,300. Uh, but I'm with you. Paul, Booker, those are the guys. Sneaky flyer for me on TJ Warren today at 3,500. It may not be worth it because of all the Charlotte value, but just keep your eye on that one to see how they handle his minutes in this game. You know I love taking some tournament shots on cheaper value plays, so I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Um, the Sacramento side of this game, I struggle here. I struggle to get 10-1 on Sabonis. I think he'd be the guy that I'd play if I was going to spend up. I, I think I'd play him over Fox and spend the extra money. The secondary pieces are interesting. If Herder's out, Murray's already playing a lot of minutes, but it could free up an extra few shots for him. Um, Barnes could play like 32 to 35 minutes here. Yeah. If we got news that like Herder wasn't going to play, so you could potentially take shots on him. It could even be like Terrence Davis getting extra run. So I, I don't know how much extra run Davis ends up with just in general, but a lot of potential plays here on the Sacramento side. Yeah. And then De'Aaron Fox it. I do like Fox at 8,300, Stevie. Um, I think it's just – it's a really big discount compared to what we were playing for a stretch. Um, you know, we looked the other other night, game against Boston, huge blowout. So I'm, I'm not really that concerned. I, I do think Sacramento wins this game, Stevie, for what it's worth. I think they like the beam. Once again, at home, you know, Phoenix is down right now. Uh, coming off a, a tough loss, Monty Williams is continuing to complain about the free throw disparity. This team gets. I don't care. I, I think I think Sacramento is the better team right now, um, as as currently constructed without KD and, and eight and out. And I, I think Fox has a big game here, eighty three hundred against old man Chris Paul. At least at, at the at the point of attack, like him a ton. So um, if Herder's out, love the secondary pieces as well. I'm in on De'Aaron Fox, so eighty three hundred. Stop complaining and do better. <laughs> I mean, oh man, it it always bothers me when you get this news when coaches are complaining. Man, I have like these worst cramp in my back right now. Ever, this is good but, content, folks. Oh, it's the worst thing ever. It's like in the back of my rib cage, and I'm like trying to move around. And oh, I if I if you feel like I'm speeding up the show. I probably am because I am I'm in some pain right now. It does not, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Chicago Bulls at Portland Trailblazers. No total in this game. I know it's like a common theme tonight, but hey, that's what we're dealing with. Uh Caruso, DeMar, DeRozan questionable. Really, the reason that we don't have a total for this game is we got DeRozan questionable. Nurkic, little questionable on the other side. Grant and Simons, Winslow out. Um, talk to me here about Chicago Bulls. Yeah, man, I think this all hinges on DeRozan. If he sits, you're going to have access to Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic all game long, and those guys are going to be in play. 
and then you'll probably be able to play some Kobe White or Dasumu or Beverly. I would just round robin those guys, but you know it's 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 going to be the Zach Levine show. But he, he he's already priced up. He's eighty eight hundred. So we're not really getting a discount. I mean, I much more prefer him at eight K or something. But even at eighty eight hundred, this is a spot where we can see him pop for fifty fantasy points because of his scoring upside that he has. This is a game he could score forty real points. So like Levine, like Vucevic, play a couple of secondary pieces, and voila, we've got us a little a little stack here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I like Vooch a lot at 8,500 if Nurkic doesn't play. Uh, I think yeah. that this is a fantastic spot for him if Nurkic ends up sitting. If DeRozan's out, I have a ton of interest in Levine. Um, if DeRozan's out as well, I think that looking at a guy like Kobe White at 5,100, he should play 30 to 35 minutes in this game. Um, so if we do get news that DeRozan's going to end up sitting. I don't mind looking at him uh, for some value here. Portland side, I mean, Grant out, Simon's out. Lillard probable. Um, he just, his usage is just, it, it's just bonkers. When yeah. we get Simons and Grant off the floor, and if, you, if Nurkic sits too, his usage is just bonkers. I mean, it's hard not to have interest in Lillard anytime these guys are out. Uh, what are your thoughts here in Portland? Yeah, man, I'm with you. Lillard, big time in play, 11K. He would be worth the price of admission here if all those guys sit, which we know the other guys are sitting, but if Nurkic were to sit as well, once again, Stevie, definitely worth uh, the cost of admission. And, you know, we'd probably end up with uh, – Maybe, maybe Cam Reddish being able to put up some extra fantasy points. Shaden Sharp's going to enter the equation at 5,400. So, you know, you'd have him, him and his his gang his, his gang of friends from Portland ready to tee off against Chicago, possibly without DeRozan. This could be a good matchup, real good stack opportunity for both sides. For sure. <laughs> All right. We finish it out with the Thunder and the Lakers no total in this game. Oh man, this is so so uncomfortable. Thunder is on the second end of a back-to-back. Bamba, LeBron out for the Lakers. Um, we've seen plenty of times for the Thunder down the stretch where they're like second end of back-to-back. We're gonna sit some guys. Um, yeah, I don't think SGA plays it for us. Yeah, there was a report what two weeks ago where they wanted to limit him down the stretch. There, yeah, I, I, don't I don't think he's playing hard... any back-to-backs. I have a hard time seeing him play this game as well. Yeah. Um, Talk to me here about Thunder. Give me your thoughts, SGA in, SGA out. SGA in, um, I probably play SGA, you know, SGA out. Like, Giddy can even sit in this game. Giddy hasn't really sat, but I, I I don't see them trying to, you know, power him through the rest of the season. SGA in, I like SGA, don't love SGA. Um, they're playing tonight on the road, but you know, they, they're at the Clippers, so they basically just go to their hotel and then 
walk back to, to the arena. So it's not like they're, they've got a fly or anything like that. So it's not as bad of a back-to-back as usual, but I still think he sits. Um, once again, SGAN, like SGA, uh, I do think um, uh, Lou Dort at 5,600 is still cheap enough um, to where you could take a shot on him. Minutes are still there. You just, you know, you hope he can put you up, put you between 30 and 40 fantasy points. Um, but all in all, I don't really want to play OKC here. I think SGA sits, and if he does, then Josh Giddy's going to be the man. You play him at 7,800. Him and, uh, and Jalen Williams. Yeah, I mean, I have a ton of interest in Jalen Williams if we get news that SGA is not going to play. Um, looking at court IQ, he's definitely got a nice little bump. I think a guy like Isaiah Joe could be worth tournament shots if SGA ends up sitting as well. That's kind of it. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers side, I, I have some interest in Anthony Davis. I don't think they match up really well with him. No. Um, I don't mind D'Angelo. What's that? He's going to kill this team. You would think so. Um, listen, Austin Reeves kind of doing his thing. We talked about him the other day on the podcast. Um, I think it was Keith and I on Wednesday. He was thirty. He played. He was sixty-four hundred. He played thirty-nine minutes. He put up forty-nine and a half fantasy points. Um, Hillbilly Kobe doing his thing. Talk to me here about the Lakers. <laughs> That's his nickname. Yeah, I'm gonna I know. Stick. I'm gonna make it stick. Listen. I, listen, I heard it on I heard it on ESPN, and now I I'm not like it's stuck with me. Like it's it's a thing now. Look, Austin Reeves is playing great. Um, he's doing his thing. But but here's the thing, Stevie. Like he's Austin Reeves cannot keep shooting ten plus free throws. Like no way. Like this is this. He's shooting Joel Embiid level. He's got Joel Embiid level free throw production right now. Like, Stevie, this is his last four games. 11 for 13, 6 for 9, 16 for 18, and 12 for 13. 25 points, 35 points, uh, 16 points, 24 points. He's only taking 10, 14, 8, and 14 shot attempts in those last four. Like, this can't continue. I, I can't. I can't. Play, pay 6800 for Austin Reeves. Now, the minutes, he's there. And look, I could be – maybe I'm just going to get proven wrong, Stevie. Perhaps he comes <laughs> out in this game and shoots another 12 free throws. But this is this is insane. Like, I, I feel like he's shooting more free throws than Anthony Davis. He probably is. Got to believe, Will. When See, you have a nickname – oh. when you have a nickname like Hillbilly Kobe and you play for the Lakers – God, you just gotta believe, buddy. You just gotta believe. <laughs> Don't stop believing. Like, I mean, if you just look at it too, like recently his usage is kind of upticked. Um, he's definitely more aggressive just in general. So yeah. I don't know. The minutes man. are there. The the minutes are there. I'm just I'm just wearing these free throw tips, man. I just good golly, Miss Molly. Over a thirty two and a half percent usage in two of his last four games. Just saying. That's all I'm saying. You know, how many, how many other, let me ask you this. How many other players under 7K do you think you could be like, I found usage over 32% in two of his last four games? Uh, Not very many. All right. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you got, you got to believe, got to believe. Listen, all all joking, all joking aside, right? Like if you're, if you're 
like watching the Lakers play. He has been way more aggressive. I'm with Will. I don't think he keeps shooting 15 free throws a night. Um, but I'm not shocked if he shoots like eight to 10 free throws a night with how aggressive he's being. Anthony Davis is getting him open looks and he's not missing. So why why are we not continuing to play the hot hands? Um, 68 is a lot. Like this is a guy that started the week in the five case. 68 is a lot, but he's earned it. Like he's he's producing. He has 50 plus point upside. And if Anthony Davis is going to keep giving him free and open looks, man, just let Anthony Davis keep getting these like three to five assists and let them continue to be Reeves and let Russell continue to get Reeves to shots. I mean, like D'Angelo Russell has kind of accepted this role of I'm going to create for others around me. Um, and, and like the Lakers are clicking. This is a scary team. If they make the playoffs and LeBron gets healthy, this is a really scary team to be me- messing around with in like the eight or nine seed here. So watch out. Lakers are rolling. They're, they've won six of the last 10. Um, big 60% there, baby. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, and the thing is, the, if they win, I think they've got nine games left, Stevie. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. I think it's nine. If they go, ten. they got ten games. Okay, yeah. let's say they go seven and three out of the last ten. As an example, seven and three, they get and in. What they, well, not only do they get in, they might essentially get to the seventh spot. Yeah, like like it's weird because Dallas dropped to like nine, I think, by losing. Dallas to is nine. State. I think Dallas gets in too. Like, I mean, that's an interesting conversation to have on a non 10 game slate is like what we're looking at for the West. I mean, the West is wide open still like Portland. They probably can't afford to lose maybe one or two more games. um, And then they're probably out of it. But the jazz dealing with some injuries right now is not helping their cause. Um, The thunder being the thunder has won like eight of their last 10 games or something like that. Like they're they're rolling right now. So it's like, if you're the Thunder, you're like, why are we not like why are we resting SGA? We have a chance, but on the flip side, like he's really good and he's probably one of your franchise players for the next 10 years. Um, so, so I get it. God, I wish we could talk about this, Stevie. Like, no, plus. it's a 10 game slate. I can't breathe. Um know, we're playing the I we're know. playing the morning grind game. I'm I I I'm laying the hammer. Boom, 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 boom. All right. We're playing the morning grind game. I really listen. If I could breathe, I like know. I is is so uncomfortable. Anyway, favorite play under five k to go seven x. Who do you got, Will? Yeah, man, I, I'm gonna have to go on out and, and and hang out with with one of my hornets here, Stevie. Um, I think <sighs> I think I'm. I think ta- I think Rozier sets. I think um, Uber sets. I think I'm going with Teo Maladon at 3K. Like he's going to crush. Yeah, I mean, I like I like that a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, I have no issues with that. I'm going to go to uh, Washington and take Monte Morris here at 4900. Um, yeah. We already know Kuzma and Beal are out, so give me Morris at 4,900. Man. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Uh, I think this was pretty easy. Give me Giannis Antetokounmpo at 11.5. I like it. I like it. 
I hate fading Giannis, but I, I like this call. Um, I don't think SGA plays. Um, and there are some good matchups today. Just kind of scrolling in this 8 to 9K range, there's a lot yeah. of good options in this range today. So for that reason alone, I... Okay, my first initial thought is Tatum. Um, That's what I thought you were going with. I, I, yeah. That's what I thought. I like I just Jalen Brown's cheaper. That like yeah. Siakam, Jalen Brown, Porzingis, Morant, if he plays normal minutes, Levine if DeRozan's out, Van Vliet against Detroit, Vooch if Nurkic is out. Like this eight to nine K range is just absolutely Stacked. loaded yeah. on this Stacked. slate. Not that I don't think Tatum can get sixty. I just I'm gonna I'm gonna play the I hope he doesn't card. Yeah. Favorite 6X play? I just named like 10 of them. Um, yep. Give me a 6X play that you like today, Will. <laughs> Mr. Porzingis, 9K. Yep. I think he's going 50-plus easy here today. I'm going to go to my boy. Um, give me Pascal Siakam against Detroit. I worry about the game staying close. Um, Toronto loves to lose games the weirdest ways. Uh, they're still fighting for a playoff spot, but they don't want it, it seems like. So... Give me Siakam. His usage is up here recently. Um, I think Siakam has a big game against Detroit. Yeah. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Yeah, give me Jalen Green, seventy three hundred, playing against Memphis. I don't think I don't think this game is going to end up being a big target with all of the the value that's going to be out there. The injuries. Love Jalen Green. He's playing big minutes down the stretch. Stevie playing almost forty minutes a game here, thirty seven, thirty eight. He plays that many minutes in this Memphis game. I think he puts up a big number. That is not who I thought you were going to pick. I really thought we were going to get Maxi Kluber. Um, <laughs> I really thought that is what we were going to get. Um, uh, listen, I'm going to my dude, Austin Reeves, Hillbilly Kobe, AR-15, right. whatever you want to call him. Let's go. Um, I, I'm going to keep playing him. I just Until I see the shot attempts and the aggressiveness go down, I'm going to keep playing him over 24 actual points in three of his last four games. Um, give me Reeves, and hopefully he keeps getting to the free throw line because he likes making free throws. It reminds me of J.J. Redick. When J.J. Redick got to the free throw line, you're just automatic, automatic. Um, any bets or fantasy pick and plays that are standing out to you here? Whatever Austin Reeves' free throw prop is, take me over tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> in. No, no. No, 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 no but, but <laughs> they've got so uh it, it, it looks like Denny is coming in around 12 and a half, 13 and a half points. I'm taking the over on that. Like that's that's fairly low for a guy playing the Spurs with two of their primary scores out. He's gonna be one of them. I think Denny scores at least 15 here. So 13 and a half, I think that's a little bit too low. All right. Um, nothing jumping off the page outside of my back and how I'm sitting and how I'm breathing. So we're going to get out of here. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Come hang out in the NASCAR streets with us on yes. Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be a very great week. Very great week. My English is great. Um, we got Coda this weekend. First road course race of the year. We got a 50-minute practice. You know how much I love analyzing practice. So come hang out with us for Coda. And uh, we'll be back on Monday talking some more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.